Welcome to the Fowler Show on this Friday. Please welcome this week. We have a fantastic guest with us on the Fowler Show. He's from Kentucky. Please welcome Brandon Wolf. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad that you accepted to come on the Fowler Show. Um. Because, uh, you know, I've seen, some, uh, I've seen some photos on YouTube and I thought I would have you on the show to discuss more and get to know you a bit more to both myself and the listeners of the Earth Fowler show who may listen to this back. Um, I want to know, firstly, how did you start to watch wrestling? I, well, growing up was a, a very big challenge. I was the no-hope kid oh. where doctors even gave up on site because... I was born with high-functioning autism. Doctors told me I wouldn't be able to speak very well. Probably wouldn't speak at all. I would even graduate. I wouldn't graduate high school. I wouldn't be anything in life. Oh. So I watched wrestling to motivate myself. I love the characters. I love the stories being told, and it gave me the motivation to be more than what people think. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always want to do when I go out to referee and when I have the opportunity to wrestle which I have uh, two times, it's just I want to show you that I, that there's more than me with me CI. And when I went through therapy, I went through in and out for a long time, probably about over six years, and I was starting to speak in full sense when I was six. But when time kept going by, I started doing things other people couldn't, like doing backflips and front flips and doing stunts mm-hmm. that everyone was afraid to do but myself. Oh, and it's and, uh, oh, go on. I and uh, I I live right now in Kentucky, but I'm from the little town of Monroe, Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana! Oh, first time ever. Uh, so, you make history now. First time ever from from someone. From Louisiana, a play on the Air Fighter show. So there we go. It means you'll always be the first. <laughs> yeah, don't sound like it, but I'm a cage in a heart. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. And then, um, what gave you the craziest idea to actually join the wrestling world then? Well, I was I just got done with my first semester of college and I I I did not like it. Oh. I was miserable and it wasn't because of the the work I had to put in was because the classes were, I just stacked a bunch of hard classes like chemistry, biology, and kinesiology was my first semester of classes. And I was like, everyone I'll tell that to, it's like the, the seven deadly sins. You, you don't do that. Okay. You don't do that your first semester. And the second semester leading up to it, mm-hmm. I was at my brother's wedding. And my dad offered me to come live with him in Bowling Green, Kentucky, so I can uh, be a part of a wrestling school that's 30 minutes away in Franklin, Kentucky, which is called New South Championship Wrestling. It's a five tallest mad street. We have shows every single Friday, and it's it's always a blast to be around. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I thought we'd be my next question of actually how. Uh, into how do you find a training school? So we 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 answered that question. So means how was? Oh, go on. He found the wrestling school, but I contacted them to see how much it cost, and it's very reasonable. I'm two hours. I'm actually two hours away from Ohio Valley Wrestling. Oh wow! But I chose <laughs> I chose the 30 minute drive to the two hour, and, and 
the payment is I say in New South is more reasonable. It's mm-hmm. it's more, more uh it's it's something more that you can actually do. Yeah. Because when you go to OVW they expect you to pay a thousand to three thousand right off the bat. Well New South you can pay three thousand for your whole training session or less, but you work your way to it like a car loan. But it's a weekly pay instead of monthly. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, interesting how that uh, happens. And uh... yeah, the the head trainer there in uh, New South Championship Wrestling is his name is Christian James. He's the owner of JC Pool Barnes, and he I, I say I wouldn't want a better trainer than him because he's taught me so much, not just about wrestling, but about the business in general. And I I couldn't be more grateful for the opportunities that he's given me, and you know, letting you know being his trainee you know it's a privilege mm-hmm. and uh, on your first day at training um how and uh, how was the first day at training and um what <laughs> and, and what have they uh, helped you with in training uh, and 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 how uh how has the mental side of it all happened as well it how did that happen? Can you explain how the mental side of things take place as well? Like how how can they help you with that aspect? You have to be you have to be mentally strong. Uh, my first day there, we were just learning the basics. Uh, you always warm up doing rolls, take back bump, flip bump, and then I couldn't do an arm drag. I couldn't. I could take the arm drag mm-hmm. because it'll because if I didn't know how. Do the proper thing to make it safe for myself. They'll just yank you. Oh wow! It's, it, it's worth it. It's it, it's not it's not because you know they, they do it on purpose. Because if you don't know how to do it correctly, yeah. And some people will do. Some people they do on they they yank you like you know James does it because he's based off of Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat. Ricky does that. Ricky will just you know he puts a lot of effort into the arm drags. So you're, you have two reactions. I, a, you flip, or two, you're getting dragged. <laughs> you're getting uh, taken down. Oh no! I'm happy to you though. Did you get did you get dragged down, or or were you able I, to flip? I was fine. I just couldn't do it. Oh okay. And then I started doing other stuff, and it was okay. Uh, I was, it, it's I was brand new, so I was I was I wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. And then the one thing I was asked was, you know. Have you ever taken a chop? I was like, no, I have never taken a chop before, other than, you know, I try to be that little wrestler. You know, I try chopping myself. And yeah. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so they sat me in the corner. What I hear about this is called chop. It's called chop shop. You know, just <laughs> stand in the corner, chops. And one of the guys that came up, he gave me two chops, Ooh. and they were okay. I was okay. like, okay. Now, I'm no selling this all the time because, you know, being born with high functioning autism, you know. The one things I, I suck at is being social and facial expressions. I can't I can sell pain in wrestling, but in real life I suck at facially changing my expressions. I see, I see. If, I see. Uh, I'm on the move because I have a dead face all the time, ah. uh, mainly. Well, so okay. he chops a few times, and then this girl walks in, left hand chops me. <laughs> Big sting was going through me like, oh, she chops harder. <laughs> And then her, and then her boyfriend comes up. Oh wow! And he starts, 
be. Oh, wow. If you're not used to chops, you know, your chest is going to change color. Exactly. And it did. And then a big guy was like, I want to take a chop from you. Like like an idiot. I came, all the words out of my mouth was like, am I stupid? <laughs> so he lifted up my chin and he said, do not tilt your head down. And his hand's bigger than my chest. So he chopped me and it got most of my chest, all my chest and a bit of my neck. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, oh. I bet, I yeah, bet you I mean, could barely walk. Oh, I was, I was, I drove all the way home. I was fine. What? Showed up to, I showed up to work the next day. What? Ready. I was showed up Thursday, ready to do our training session. And wow. And the more I got, the more I was training, the better I got. I understood the basics, you know, quite well, and I ex and I executed the way they wanted. And today, probably, I'm still, I still think there's a lot of room improvement, like the little things, because mm -hmm. the little things can lead up to bad mistakes. So I make sure every little thing is right. Good, because of course accidents and things can go wrong. You know, some moves can go wrong and. As long as yourself and the person who's involved are doing the move safely, then you have no problems at all. Oh yeah, if if you do with a person that doesn't know how to do the move safely, you're screwed. And you probably, and you probably don't do it. You're trying to figure out how to make how to make sure you land properly mm -hmm. to save yourself, or you know how can you convince this guy not to do it if yeah. you know he can't do it safely? Yeah. Yeah, but but that's quite hard. Uh, it's some some people it's easy because all you gotta do is take you, you just lock a hold, <laughs> and that person's goal and as you he's trying to break out of it, you just wrench harder, and you're like, okay, you have two choices: a, you calm down, and we're not gonna do this, do it spot you second, you can hurt me, or two, we can team with the match, and I can just call spot right now. That's 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 legit. You will see that, like, you know, like someone will lock something in, like, just and it looks like bad. It's because yeah. that person's rushing it, and he's tr and the other one's trying to calm him down. <laughs> wow, wow! I didn't, I've not seen that before. So that's a, that, that's a new one for me. You, you, you're you're I've bringing new that, stuff. I've done that in practice matches. I, uh, I, you know, cause you can't just have your first match in front of an audience. You know, your first match, uh, you know, it is technically you use your first match from an audience. That's what you call your first match. But you have practice matches. Of course. And there's times where if you deal with a new guy, he's just rushing it, he's excited, he's hyped, you know, he's going to try charging at you and some things are going to look, like, look bad. Mm -hmm. And if he's rushing it, like, I had to deal with that recently. I just took Paul the head and took and just took him down. I was like, all right, we're going to calm down. <laughs> your goal, your your goal is to take your your goal is to get me out of this. You know, like, get, like get me out, of, get t giving you this headlock. Wow. And th more things went wrong. Oh and no. He's, and kept getting more rushed into it. And I, and when uh, it was my turn to, to to lay stuff. You know, if you if you tick off the veteran, you will know it. Because <laughs> You will not hold back anything that's gonna come to you. Oh no! And I'm I'm, I'm guessing you made the uh, veteran mad at you. I was the well, I was kind of the veteran in this practice match. Oh okay. I've, I've done this. I've done this to a veteran. <laughs> I was in a threat tag match. Yeah. And it was for acting change. We hit and uh, 
I was tagged in. I was not used to this environment. I was very confused. And so I kicked the guy in the chest and the ribs. Good kick. Kicked him in the leg. Kicked him in the stomach. Kicked him in the leg. Kind of like Ultimo Dragon. And then I did a spinning back heel kick. Got him right in the mouth. Wow. And as I covered him, I, I, I told him, I am so sorry. But I know what's coming. Because when he got up, he pinned me to the corner, and he started wailing in chops one after the other. I tried blocking some, but he flung my arms away and whew, <laughs> gave me wow. a snapmare, kick to the back. He got so mad, he tagged in someone else just because he was about to kill me. <laughs> well, luckily he didn't kill you. Otherwise, you, you oh, would not be not here worse. tonight. Oh, it gets worse. Oh, no. Oh, not worse. I was supposed to. I was trying to make a comeback in the match, and I decided to do chops. Yeah. Worst idea ever do to chop a veteran, and I'm a rookie. <laughs> I got in the neck two times. Oh. And I've had another set of chop shop in this in this bout. This and the and this this was the hardest chop I've ever felt in my life, and it opened up my chest just a tiny bit, like it just stretched some skin apart. I was like. And, but I, I finished the match and took I took a chewing and showed up next week ready to ready, ready to work. Order again. <laughs> oh, I showed up. I showed up the training. I showed up. You know, I, I and my main goal since then is to show how much better I've gotten since that day. And I'm pretty happy of how much I've changed. Well, that's positively. Good. That's good. And and it also, and it also shows as well how passionate you are for 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 the business as well. Oh yeah. Um, so let's talk about uh, your your debut as um, as a referee and wait, wait. Oh, go on. Oh yeah, oh, go on. I was say yeah, my debut at the referee. I was a month in training and I met a guy named Berentis. He is uh, a big name guy in the Tennessee area. He's the guy that does all the shows in the Omen Arena. He was the guy that did a recent show for the Omen Arena that had James Ellsworth and Jerry King Lawler main event, like I believe, main evented, and that's the show where Jerry wore his uh, a bit of a tribute to his son Brian Christopher, where he wore his, the Grandmaster Sexy Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burt needed a referee, and my coach said, "Well, got one right here," as he tapped me in the shoulder, and I was like. You know, I ref one match, right? It wasn't, <laughs> and it wasn't very good. Oh no! He's like, "Don't worry, kid, you'll be fine." And I was like, "Okay, do I, does, does anybody have a referee shirt for me? I have on black pants conveniently, but does anybody have a have a shirt for me?" It's like, "Yeah, someone has a shirt," and I put it on. I ref the match and the matches they gave me. And grateful for the opportunity, and I was I was given a positive feedback. So well, that's good. Yeah, I've refed. I've refed a lot since, uh, quite a bit since then, and I've always enjoyed refing. And I've always, and I've, I got an opportunity to ref a midget match. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> was, oh, because... that was so much fun. It was also for birth shows. It was also like, I've ref, uh, mostly for birth, but I do ref for other people like Terry England, and you know, for no, there's and there's another called the UCW. It's called Ultimate Championship Wrestling. That's the one that, you know. Terry England has is, yeah. I believe, one of the longest 
you know, promotions to be going on. I either believe in Kentucky or Tennessee. Oh, wow. I believe in, I believe in Kentucky. It's the longest promotion to be up and still going. Wow. Uh, but Terry England's one of the best promoters that I've heard of. He's taught my coach a lot about promoting a show, and uh, and he he really pushes when he does posters and everything just to make everyone show up as possible, as many people. Well, that's a main idea. To get as many people come to this to see one of the best shows in town. And oh, oh go on. Oh yeah, it's and the thing about Kentucky and Tennessee is like there's something that wrestlers kind of miss today is that storytelling. If you notice today, there's a lot of high-spot matches. There's not really much psychology into it. Yeah. In Kentucky and Tennessee, you're going to watch a lot of storytelling being taken place. You're going to watch psychology ads purists. And when I uh, go to New South, that's what I get all the time. That's where I learned psychology at, was just watching those matches being said as a security guard. Just seeing, like for example, Christian James taking on, uh, let's say, Chris Michaels. Chris Michaels is a very big name. He was recently in the, the Kentucky Hall of Fame. You will watch psychology and how to work a crowd at its purest because both those guys, they don't even got to lock horns to get the crowd going. They can be out there for 10 minutes straight, not even have to lay a finger on each other, <laughs> and those crowds will be lively. <laughs> and then they can tell a story in the ring. Yeah. And they perfect all time and they go to the and it's it's always fun to watch them it's always fun to watch everybody there that's good that's good to hear and uh, let's talk about uh the last ucw show uh which i believe i could be wrong uh either at the beginning of august or late july i can't know the exact day from what when, when the show aired but i'm sure you will remember <laughs> It was in the middle of July. Middle of July. There we go. Middle of July, and uh, it was one of the uh, one of one of the craziest shows uh, I, I I've seen. It is on YouTube, uh, but anyway, actually, it's on YouTube. The full uh, the the full show of that is on YouTube, and it was one of the craziest show I've ever seen. Uh, you were there as the referee, and uh, you had a lot of uh, different facial expressions in every match. Uh, some, some, some matches were quite scary because I thought you may have got knocked out in one in some of them, but uh, luckily enough you didn't. Luckily enough, uh, but how oh, was the show? It was great. Uh, I've I showed up. I always do this for shows. I show up before it started and before doors open to see if they need me to do something about in the ring. And when you train, this is one way you're going to pay your dues. You drive the talents, you drive the spot shows, you help build the ring, you help take it apart. You know. Of course. You, know, you don't show up to a show, do your match, and leave as a green guy. You never do that. That's a way to get you know, bad, bad vibes from everyone. And that's how you kind of put yourself in a, in a dark hole in the wrestling business. You help, you help around as much as you can, and you, and you do what a promoter tells you. That's the best way to get your name and a, and a good grace. So I showed up, met the promoters, met the – and – Help tighten up the ropes because they are except the ring. Mm-hmm. Help do whatever, and they have bull ropes. It's very, it's it's kind of rare to find bull ropes in you know, an independent wrestling show, but because most people, most shows use cable wires and have it either under a garden hose or something that will protect it from not slipping out and you know stabbing, poking somebody. I say, I say. Yeah, and it's it was just very very good and. One of the referees canceled, so they had oh. me have to ref the 
one entire show, and I, I, I didn't mind. I've done it before. I, I enjoyed it. I really did. So I'm guessing you uh, have your own. Oh, go on. Then the moment you talk about me getting almost getting knocked out, I was like, I could probably tell. It was the moment that you saw me slip out of the ring. Correct? I slipped out the ring. Yes. Yes. That was with John Irons. John Irons was uh, he. He killed the guy. He just straight up killed the guy. <laughs> and uh, as I fell, you know, I was gonna slip like on the mat and just roll out, but I noticed <laughs> I did not, not measure my stuff properly. <laughs> so I flipped from between the middle and top rope, and I yeah. flipped over. My lower back hit the apron, and I hit the guardrail. And then when he started getting out the ring, I bolted back into it. <laughs> Stay the away from him. I was like, "Get the no, go away, go away, go away." I got a chicken to do that. You just killed. Go. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm hoping uh, you weren't hurt uh, by the uh, little uh, blooper uh, which happened in that match. Hopefully, you weren't that much hurt. Hopefully. Oh, it, it, it was fun. I intentionally like planned it, but it just went a little differently. But it got its point across to me. The guy is scary. It yes, of course. Yes, it, it was. It, it was quite scary. That was the goal, and I and I loved it. Like everything I want to do, I want it to make sense. I want it to serve a purpose. If I do something that doesn't serve a purpose, you know, you know it, I'm an idiot, and I don't. And I, it's rare because you won't see me try it. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. So I'm guessing you have your own ref shirt now. I'm guessing then, unless uh, you're still asking uh, promoters to give you one. I'm guessing because since you've been wrestling, uh, refereeing for lots of different places as well, sometimes I'm guessing you have your own gear now. I'm guessing. I have my own gear for anything that occurs. I have my own referee shirt because, in the terms of re- uh, words of wrestling, anything can happen at any time. Exactly. So, That's what uh, I like. Sure. <laughs> Referee shirt on. I have a, a kind of face clothing to wear in case they need a face, which uh, I haven't, you know, done much work as a face, yes. you know, at all. Yes. Like the only time I done work as a face was I was two months in about, about a few weeks in training. Okay. And I was doing security, and they were doing a battle royal. Ooh, interesting. And and a few guys didn't show up sadly, oh. so the they were like, okay, who are we going to have to fill up some of these spots? <laughs> and they looked at me. <laughs> They're like, you. <laughs> like, and uh, I was out there, and they didn't tell me what number I was I was going to be in. I was Ooh, like, I fit me not in it. Yeah, and I heard a, a little bell sound, and I heard... And, and now, number introducing at number nine, Brandon Wolf. Heard a little bit of a crowd. Like, <laughs> oh. Who's this guy? <laughs> no, some of them knew me just by walk. But I just walk around and talk to them. But they're, I was like, oh, now, okay. <laughs> I took off my shirt. I took off my my uh, paper boy hat. I was like, okay, ready to go in. And I started doing stuff, and it wasn't so great when I did it, but <laughs> because one of, the, one of them just grabbed me and was like, enough of this, suplex, military press slam, and 
I punch their face, and then I stand up. Yeah. With the tallest guy in the ring. Oh wow. Grabs my back of the head, slings me over. I do a full front flip over the top wow. rope, and just, boom. <laughs> I was done. I was uh, like, you were out of the uh, match. Oh God, that's that, that's a great way. I was out of the match. Uh, John Irons proceeded to win that match, and he went on to win the New South Heavyweight Championship from wow. Derek Neal. Why? Wow, could have been you that. <laughs> <laughs> could have been you. It could have been you. <laughs> Uh, could have been me, but no. no. I couldn't wrestle the guy that could have been my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Never say never, because you may get the opportunity to win that title one day. Uh, win title, but I, I would love to work with some of the guys. I, I, I would love to win championship, but I'd rather try to work with guys I want to. Like I want to wrestle Derek Neal. I want to wrestle Chris Michaels. I want to wrestle Eric the Dragon Andrews. And the names I'm mentioning are big in Kentucky, yeah. and, it's a, and they're well-deserved names. Derek Neal's called a real deal. He's earned every bit of that moniker to his nickname, because he is a real deal. He's one of the best guys here. He's one of the best guys, I believe, in the independent scene. And it's kind of sad that he uh, he hasn't... He deserves more than what he should. He recently did a uh, like months ago, what did something for Ring of Honor? I just hope he has another chance for them, and you know, and other places. Thing is, cross for him. Yeah. And uh, I hope he gets to listen to this podcast to hear what you just said about him. I'm sure he will much appreciate that. And and if he does listen to this podcast, feel free to get in touch with me. Feel free to because uh, you're more welcome to come on the show as well. And any, of the, and any of the other people uh, my guest today has mentioned as well, Brandon Wolf. Yeah, and other like other people like I want to wrestle Christian James. I want to wrestle Miss USA. I want to wrestle you know Vic the Bruiser. I want to wrestle you know people that I train with in front of a crowd because I know we can have a great match. Mm-hmm. And I want to show and I want us to show that we like like I said earlier like like instead of just I'm more than what you think. We are more than what you think, yeah. and if you put us together, we could probably do a really good match that could take the whole show. But we know we can't because a lot of those veterans they know how to get the crowd going a lot more than us. So all we can try is try and do our best. Exactly, as all you can do is try the very best of both of you guys and see if if you guys can make the best possible match to entertain the fans. Now, let's talk about. Your favorite uh, match you've been a part of, and uh, and, very, very, and uh, I've only had I've only had two matches, so I've only had a few matches so far. But uh, oh, go on. Uh, here's 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 the other. This is my. I was wrestling in Gladeville, Tennessee, uh, and it was most likely it was last month. It was Gladeville, Tennessee. I was wrestling Thorn. Okay, Thorn. Nice name yeah. that is. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a well-established name in Tennessee, and he's he's called the Gear King. He makes wrestling gear for James Storm, Chase Stevens, you know, you know for himself, mm-hmm. you know, his son. But he's he he makes gear for all these guys, and he does a really great job. He's he's one of the he's one of the guys I would go to the, to get some great gear from. That's cool. Yeah, so I, I wrestled him, and you know, I was the, the the bad guy, and 
I signed in a previous week working with him and his and uh, and Tully Thorne and Tag Match to avoid a lockup to get a, a pack of gum out of my of my pants, take a piece and throw the paper right at him while I tell my partner, I got this, I got this. I turn around, take a chop, and I look at my partner and I say, I don't got this. I don't got this. <laughs> wow. And, and so I try to make amends uh, in this match. I try to give him a piece of gum. He doesn't take it. He grabs my wrist and just gives me a clothesline. And then he proceeds to put on my hat and sunglasses, which I was mad. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, I'm going to kill him. So I try to get in the ring. He slings me in with the help of the ropes. I land on my butt. He does a tongue drop. He does a reverse tongue drop. I felt oh, wow. it later. Wow. What about it? I yelled it at the crowd. They're laughing at me. Th- those people should not be laughing at me while I'm in pain. Exactly. You know, you yeah. know if, they so, were, like, if they were in what? your position and if they were, you know, getting hit and pain, and I, I bet they wouldn't be all happy if they were laughing at that guy would they so it's not very nice that's why i always say to the fans of anywhere in the u.s or anywhere in the world that they're all idiots they don't understand what's going oh. on oh yeah but i but i was still i was, I, I got in there i was limping because my butt hurt and <laughs> i still tried to do stuff then I worked on his left leg, mm. and I did as much work as possible. I was a ferocious animal. I was a wolf, like my last name. Yeah, and, a wolf. Woo! And I got those people that hate me so much that at one point, I was choking him with my own wrist tape Yeah. in front of two old ladies. One of them grabbed my hair, and the other one slapped me right across the face. I was Ooh. like, are you kidding me? Ooh. Are you kidding me? And later on, he... I, he went to neuro lady. He grabbed her leg. He just kind of clenched because he didn't want to go. I stomped him in the back, and he proceeded to grab a whole like one of the fans' slippers. Yeah. And I'm wearing sunglasses at this point during uh, my time of <laughs> taking control. He slaps those glasses out of my face with the slipper, and I yells, "Here, God, pick that up!" And I fall flat on my butt. <laughs> Oh no, that's not very good. No, no, I I went on to lose that match, but oh. you know, in reality, it was just like everything I did was for a purpose. Of course, of course. Like I said, and it got the reactions I wanted. And I was like, man, I love this. <laughs> I, I'm surprised. Yeah, love- uh, I'm surprised the two old ladies didn't have uh, handbags on because over here in the UK, uh, oh. we used to have. Oh. Um, World of Sports from the uh, you know 80s and such. This is now back on TV now after over 30 years. But anyway, back then the old ladies apparently used to use their handbags and hit the wrestlers with them around ringside of, of the people oh. they did not like. Oh no, they would bruise me easily. I was like, I'm not the... <laughs> oh, the, uh, I, I wouldn't like those old ladies. I, want, I would like a restraining order against every old lady in the UK if that happens. <laughs> if I go there and you hate uh funny, funny, funny. Now, where can our viewers, our listeners, I keep calling them viewers, but you know, um, where can my listeners, where can they find you on social media? Where can they contact you if they are a a, a, a true fan of you? Facebook. No, like I'm, I'm open to on Facebook is Brandon Wolf. My Twitter is 
like like uh, Brandon Wolfman. Okay. Uh, I just you... have I have this this little YouTube you know called Stunt uh, Stunt Wolf E one because there's an E at the end of my name Wolf, so it just shows like some stuff like like how I create characters in WWE 2K and I just upload them and they're they're years old like I I haven't touched a game within four months of you know doing training and getting a job to provide for wrestling. I haven't really had much time to play video games, but if you go a little lower in the history, you get to see the cringiest videos, but you see my agility in the ring. You get, uh, you get to see my agility being shown. And uh, it's something very cool to me that I can do that and other people can't. <laughs> yeah, it's like you've got one up on most people who can't do that, including me. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm my main goal is I've ever tried to do those in matches. I want it to make sense. I want the veteran to approve it. And, you know, it, it helps me stand out from everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's Indeed. mainly why I'll do it. And plus it entertains the people. It gives them something new to, to look at instead of, you know, if you go to a show and you watch every wrestler wrestle the same way, you should just go there, watch the first match, and leave because yeah. that's what you'll be You'll be watching the seven <laughs> matches of Doom. Oh, seven, Doom! Oh, that's oh, every bird. Doom. The seven, uh, the seven, like, uh, that, I believe that's what Al Snow called it. Yeah. And I actually met, I actually met him in person, but. Uh, oh, wow. Nice. Uh, uh, he's he's really tall guy compared to me because I'm <laughs> five foot six. And I, whenever I go into the locker, I'm like, hi, hi, hi. Oh, All looking uh, up. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, I'm tiny. Wow. Well, you know, you know, and, uh, from, like from, from the videos big. I've seen, you don't yeah, look that small. Sorry to interrupt you. Like he's like, well, else knows building. He's very respectful and uh, yeah, it's really, very cool to, to meet him in person uh, at the OVW show. I didn't wrestle there, but I went to the watch. Nice. Because nice. he's and the uh, new owner of OVW, if you didn't know that. He's the new owner. He's the new owner. And it, 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 uh, I like the show. I I love to have the opportunity to wrestle in OVW. I like to wrestle like like anywhere uh, that can allow me to to have my to get my feet wet and you know, have fun. show what I can do. I, yeah, and have fun. I mean, I I would love the opportunity to do it. It just ha- like it's I love wrestling. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed, and uh, you've you've shown it here today on this very show. So, I'm guessing you're not on Instagram and you're not on Snapchat, is that correct? Nope. Oh, you're a very boring person then. <laughs> Only joking. Uh, Only yeah. joking. Only joking. I, I used to have a Snapchat, but I just never got, in got you. into it. I never got into having a Snapchat because like, I never looked at the purpose of having a, taking a picture and then being gone forever true, and true. having to see other people. like pictures and i'm not really the picture type guy yeah 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 me either me either um thank you for your time brandon wolf just to remind us again where can they find you on twitter just to make that clear again oh brandon wolfman brandon wolfman okay thank you for that uh, oh go on if you if you can't find that just know the profile picture of a twitter and facebook are the exact same Right, so there we go. There you go. So he's again Brandon Wolf on Facebook and Brandon Wolf Man on Twitter. 
Thank you again for the inter for coming on the air, Fowler Show, and make sure that you uh, all like the podcast. Make sure you should all your wrestling friends. Make sure to leave a rating slash comment. Make sure to subscribe slash follow the uh, Fowler Show. You should always notified when a new episode drops every single Friday. Only on the Air Fowler Show Network on iTunes, Spotify, uh, not Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, and Castbox. Uh, which I never mentioned before. Um, also, you can find me on our new Twitter account at TEFS Podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Edward underscore Fowler underscore. You can find me on Snapchat, EDW underscore Fowler. And until next Friday, enjoy the rest of your day, night, morning, or afternoon. <laughs>